0: In the annals of modern horror, the term Final Girl has become synonymous with the slasher genre. This term has come to be one of respect, with many of these heroines rising to the same level of popularity as the evil monsters they face. The Final Girl has come to represent strength in the face of horror and intelligence being used against brute force. And when it comes to the modern horror classics, there are few who represent that more than Nancy Thompson, who faced down Freddy Krueger in the West Craven classic A Nightmare on Elm Street. And that character has become entwined forever with the talented actress who first brought it life, Heather Langenkamp. On this episode of Where in the Horror Are They Now, we're going to focus on one of horror's greatest survivors, Freddie's greatest foe, and an icon to fans the world over, Heather Langenkamp. Oh, Heather Langenkamp was born in 1964 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She began her film acting career in two different films based off the works of S.E. Hinton. The Outsiders, and Rumblefish. Even though both of these films would be under the direction of Francis Ford Coppola, it would be the film she'd be given the lead role in the following year, in 1984, that would change her career and the realm of horror movies forever. A Nightmare on Elm Street would set director Wes Craven firmly in place as a master of horror. Craven had already made a name for himself with films like The Hills Have Eyes, Last House on the Left, and Deadly Blessing, but Elm Street would create something never before seen and would introduce one of the most iconic slashers in the history of film with Freddy Krueger. At the time, Heather had been studying at Stanford and decided to head to LA to look for acting roles. Funnily enough, she and Catherine Mary Stewart were both trying for lead roles in Night of the Comet, and The Last Starfighter, which was being directed by Michael Myers himself, Nick Castle. Stewart would snag both these roles, but Craven saw in Heather something that went against the flashy and over-the-top Hollywood type. Heather had a lovely girl-next-door quality and realness that was what the role needed. Nancy Thompson was smart, loyal, and caring. She was strong, and was most importantly, a survivor. Heather would be part of a film that would mix old and new Hollywood with veteran actors John Saxon and Ronnie Blakely cast as Nancy's estranged parents and a then-unknown Johnny Depp as Nancy's unlucky boyfriend, Glenn, with Amanda Weiss and Nick Corey as her ill-fated friends, Tina and Rod. Robert Englund, an actor who was well-known as a sweet and innocent alien on the series V, would be cast and immortalized as Freddy Krueger. The film had a low budget of $1.1 million and managed to create visuals that are still effective to this day. The movie would become known as the one that built New Line Cinema and would rake in a box office of $57 million on release and would create a massive franchise and a merchandising powerhouse. Fans wanted Nancy back and they got their wish in the third film in the series which saw Nancy return, Streak of gray still in her hair, and Nightmare on Elm Street 3 The Dream Warriors and a fitting bit of growth for the character, Nancy is now a mentor and psychiatrist to a group of troubled teens at a mental hospital. Nancy helps the survivors who are being hunted by Freddy to find their inner strength and together they defeat him, but at a high cost. As with the first film, Nightmare 3 would see young up-and-comers in Hollywood such as Patricia Arquette and Lawrence Fishburne starring alongside a returning John Saxon with cameos by icons like Zsa Zsa Gabor and Dick Cavett. Nancy's story, while seemingly ending in this entry, was a beautiful arc which Heather made memorable and heroic. Nancy epitomized everything opposite when it came to Freddy. She healed kids where he destroyed them. She helped build them up when his goal was to tear them down. She was a fighter, and where Freddy's strength came from no one believing or listening to what these kids were going through, Nancy's power came from belief and hearing and seeing what was happening with them. Nancy was a hero and an equal when it came to Freddy Krueger. The Dream Warriors had a budget that was the equal of the first two films combined of around four and a half million dollars. It would earn ten times that back. Heather had another hit under her belt. In 1988, Heather would head to the small screen in a short run on the hit ABC series Growing Pains which would lead to a starring role on that series' spinoff, Just the Ten of Us, which followed the Lubbock family. Mike Seaver's high school coach, Coach Lubbock, who loses his job and winds up teaching in an all-boys school named St. Augustine's, there his four oldest daughters joined the all-male student body, thanks to a special admittance. And eventually, as the series rolled on, the girls became the main focus of the show. It was on this show that Heather would have as her sister, Wendy, Brooke Thies. Brooke would eventually become another victim of Freddy Krueger in the fourth entry of the franchise, The Dream Master, where she's turned into a very disturbing cockroach and squished to death. Oh, and in 1988, just as the series began, Heather would join a very special club as one of the stars to go under the big top on CBS's Circus of the Stars. That same episode would see her doing an acrobatic routine with Brian Austin Green and being introduced by B. Arthur. Just the Ten of Us would run for three seasons and end in 1990. The year prior to the end of the series, Heather would cameo in Wes Craven's underappreciated Shocker. That same year, she would marry special effects artist David Leroy Anderson, one of the founders of AFX Studios. Heather would start working alongside David as part of AFX, which has been around for 30 years. The company has won two Oscars and won an Emmy for work on American Horror Story's Freak Show season, which featured their creation, the grotesque and horrifying Twisty the Clown, among other things. They would collaborate often with Rick Baker. In 1994, Heather would star in the NBC made-for-TV movie Tanya and Nancy, The Inside Story, as Nancy Kerrigan, having been told for a number of years she resembled the kneecap skater. But it would be another release in theaters that would fascinate movie viewers and excite fans when Heather played herself in possibly the most meta film ever made, The Brilliant New Nightmare. Wes Craven wrote and returned to the director's chair for the film, which had Heather and Robert England playing themselves, along with Craven and John Saxon playing versions of themselves. The Heather in the film is also married to a special effects artist and has a child played by Pet Cemetery's Miko Hughes. It's probably one of the smartest written horror films to come out of the 90s, finding a way to breathe life into the franchise, and also allowing Heather to come back to the world of Elm Street in a unique way. Over the next few years, Heather would continue with roles in both film and television, but also working with her husband on effects for films like Cinderella Man and Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. In 2010, Heather entered the world of documentaries as an executive producer on the epic Nightmare on Elm Street documentary Never Sleep Again, The Elm Street Legacy, which covers the entire world of Elm Street and clocks in at around four hours. The following year, Heather produced and headed up the feature-length documentary I Am Nancy, which followed her to a number of convention appearances at horror cons across the country. The film asked the question why Freddy appeared more popular than Nancy was, and talked about the popularity of the films in general. But it also showed the importance of not only the films, but Nancy's character and what she meant to many of the fans. In one of the film's most touching scenes, Heather talks to a sexual assault survivor who explains why they love the film so much, and how Nancy fighting back against Freddy and winning is a way of seeing herself fighting back against her own attacker. It shows a side to horror fans many people may not realize as well as why we horror fans are as passionate about the genre as we are. Tragedy would sadly touch Heather's life in 2018 when her son Daniel would succumb to brain cancer after a lengthy battle with the disease having been diagnosed at the age of 20. He was only 27 years old. Heather Langenkamp continues working with AFX as well as acting, combining both in 2013 for Star Trek Into Darkness, where she was under this prosthetic as Moto. She is also director and producer on projects, including many short films. In 2019, she starred in the horror feature Portal, a supernatural or horror film about a group of ghost hunters that open a dimensional gate in order to stir up some activity and wind up releasing a demonic force that wants to kill them. In 2020, Heather joined Robert England as part of the insane and horror-star-packed J.J. Villard's Fairy Tales in the episode Boy Punzel opposite Stranger Things' Finn Wolfhard. I'll warn you, though, I don't think anything Freddie has ever managed to do can amount to the sheer grossness of this episode. She appeared in parts 1 and 2 of the mega-80s horror documentary series In Search of Darkness as part of a slew of horror royalty. When COVID hit in 2020, Heather and many of her Nightmare on Elm Street comrades joined forces for a short public service announcement called Hashtag StopTheNightmare from a concept by Lisa Wilcox. The short has Heather alongside Lisa, Mark Patton, Ken Segos, Brooke Thies, and Andrus Jones doing a version of the Freddie rhyme with lyrics changed to give pointers and warnings about COVID. Heather continues working with Tommy Hudson, who wrote and produced Never Sleep Again, and has a short film she stars in wrapping up post-production by Hudson called The Magic Shop, which also has as cinematographer, the great Dean Cundey. Heather is currently working on a new project she is writing and directing called Welcome to Bucket, which is set in her home state of Oklahoma. Heather Langenkamp is one of our favorite horror stars, not just for the scares, but the way she's embraced the genre and her fans. She continues working in front of and behind the camera. She showed us how these films and these characters can change lives and inspire. She's helped archive horror history and continues to help create it. More than just a final girl, Heather Langenkamp is an icon. Thank you for watching our show. If you like what you see, please subscribe to our Joe Blow Videos channel. Tell your friends who like this sort of content and turn on the bell to receive notifications for all of our latest videos. We're an independent company and we appreciate all of your support.